You are listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you find your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought-after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. Friends, hey, welcome to another episode of the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast. So honored that you take the time to um, hang with me once a month. I'm really excited about today's talk. Uh, one of my best friends in all the world and one of the board members of City Light Church, Pastor David Hall from Revival City Church in Adelaide, Australia, uh, just happened to be in Vegas a few weeks back. And so I drug him into staff meeting and I said, hey, I'm going to teach and then I'm going to kind of throw it to you and we're just going to kind of go back and forth. And we had a lot of fun and it was a really great conversation. So um, I had a talk already planned. I would kind of teach a point and then I would throw it to him and let him kind of share his thoughts. And uh, I think you're going to love it. So um, enjoy this and uh, hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you eat way too much. I hope you have a great time with your family. And I hope your football team wins this week. God bless you guys. Best. All right. Leadership words. Best. What is best? When you're making a decision, don't ask the question, what do I want? Don't ask the question, what's easiest? Never ask the question, what's most convenient? Ask the question, what's best? I, we go with what's best. What did Solomon pray? First Kings chapter three. God, give me a discerning heart. Give me wisdom. That I may lead these people. Wisdom is discerning not good and evil. Wisdom is discerning good and best. Very good. To discern what is best is wisdom. What is the Best thing we can do. You know, something got on me about this building being debt-free. Something in me got on me about being out of debt because I feel like it's the best thing. Now, again, we can't do that without a miracle. But it it seems best to me. And I feel like I can come into agreement with God for this next $10 million. We've, we've It's $16 million project. We paid down six. We got 10 to go. Something in me says... We can pay that down because it would be best because that is millions of dollars over the next 15 years that'll go into the kingdom yeah, and not right. into interest. Yeah. It just seems best. What's yeah. best? What's best? It's fine. Quote, it's fine is the war cry of the apathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> nah. It's fine. Why was that Mike messed up? That's fine. It's fine. That kid's been, man, the check-in, it just seems like, that's fine. (laughs) Man, that family has a special needs kid, but we don't, we got to come up with, that's fine, I'll figure it out. No, no, no. What's best? Not what's fine, what's best? What's the, what would be the best thing to do? So, so we're we're not discerning good and evil. We're trying to discern, discern good from best and then doing best. Now, here's a little thought I had. Not everything has to be great. 
But everything should be our best. Beautiful. Not everything has to be great, right? Not everything has to be perfect. Not everything has to be awesome. Not everything has to be epic, but it should be our best. Yeah. Um, at the end of every day, God would create and then he would say, it's good. It's good. So we, it, that's what we're after. Yeah. It's good. We're, we're doing the good thing. We're doing the best thing. We're, we're doing what God has put in our heart to do. And that's what excellence is. Excellence is not greatness. Excellence is the best that you can do. Very good. It's be, what's the best way we can load in? What's the best way we can load out? It's fine. It's getting done. No, what's best? It's the best way to recruit new people. What's the best way to do next steps? What's the best way to, to we're, we're wrestling this week with, with, okay, what happens when a first time guest comes and how should we do it? Well, it's, it's working. We send out the letter, send out the text. Okay, cool. But is that best? Right. And if it's not best, let's break it, yeah. right? If it's, if it's not broke, break it. Let's break it and find what's best. Yeah. Just in everything we're doing. It's fine as the war cry of the apathetic. And that's just not what we're going to. We're going to be best, best practices, yeah. best decisions, best way to do best. You, you need to think that way when you're approaching anything in your ministry. Best. Here's another word that's on my heart today. Trust. I sent you guys that leadership podcast yesterday. I hope. Every one of you can listen to it. Trust. Do I feel safe? That's trust. Do I feel safe? I walk into that. Do, do I feel? Do I feel safe handing my kids over? Mm. Do I feel safe when he's talking about money? Do I feel safe when I'm when I'm filling out an information card? Do I feel safe to lift my hand? Do I feel safe? I feel safe. That's trust. And you have to build it because trust is built in years and broken in minutes. It's built in years and broken in minutes. So, so we are not demanding trust of our church. We are creating a trustworthy environment that they can come into. And then over time, Say yes to. When a person tithes, two things have to happen. Number one, they have to trust God. Number two, they have to trust us. So when so when someone celebrates a win that, hey, they started tithing, that means that they had to trust two people. So they had to get there spiritually, but they also had to get there relationally. And we must be we must be able to build the atmosphere of trust in our ministry. We ne- we don't demand trust. We don't even ask for trust. We are trustworthy. And then over years, yeah. we allow people. People going through next steps now who have been in our church for years. People who started tithing now who have been in our church for years. People in a small group, you know, you're, we're celebrating family member in a small group who've been coming to our church for years. Yeah trust people coming who left our church who are back in our church trust 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 trust. you gotta build trust and again it can't be the moment trust is demanded there's there's something off 
Trust is never demanded. Trust is built and, and, and trust is cultivated on our level. And then we allow people to grow into it. Some people are, are, you know, maybe even a little bit dependent upon their history and on their personal health. They can come in and jump in. Some people really hurting, broken, trust broken at a other church, blah, 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 blah. It'll take longer. That's okay. We're in the long game. I'm here till Jesus comes back. I'm here for a long time. So we're good. We're just building. Trust. So what is best? We're asking that question. Best. We're fighting for trust. Before I go to three, say something to us. Pastor. Yeah, I I, I have... Now, I'm, I've been a pastor for five years. He's been a pastor for 20 years. So what can you say about this that? I think you lose trust at the things you don't do right. I think, uh, to me, when when something goes, when the building's untidy, when the, when the I think checking yep. kids speaks so much more to parents sometimes even than what's ha- actually happening in there. And, and you know, I... I was just in one of our rooms the other day and I just noticed something that just shouldn't have been there. And, and then it dawned on me, that's probably been there for a long time. And I and try, I think you can preach great. You can have good praise and worship, good good, good everything in the service, but you, you get the, the little things wrong. I think mm. I think it's... I, I mean, I don't think I can add to what you've said, to be honest with you. It's, it's awesome. But, yeah, I think the transitions and the, the little things that we get... That aren't aren't right. I think, I think how we respond to people, how we communicate with people, all the all the boring stuff. My my mum always said, if you take care of the pennies, the pounds will take care of themselves. Mm. And so, just like the little the little things, if you if you get getting that stuff right, generally, I think the difference between a nine out of ten and a ten out of ten is is sometimes the most mundane, boring things. Is the building clean? You know. Are the toilets clean? Is yeah. the garden looking good? Is there trash in the garden? And I, I, I know, I know you guys have a spirit of excellence, but I, I do think excellence is just that ten percent, you know. And, and I think mm. excellence does build trust. What Pastor Javen's saying about best, I think best, best foot forward. I think people go, these guys have got it together. They're going to take care of mm-hmm. us. They're normal. They're, and yeah. and let me say this too: with best and trust. Let no one look down on you because you're young, mm-hmm. yeah. but set an example. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't go, don't judge me because I'm young. I'm anointed. No, set the example. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So what I find too is that older people like being around us because yeah. we keep them, they like it. Yeah. yeah, They like that. They like that kid leading worship. <laughs> Who's that kid leading worship? They like it. Yeah. They call me a kid, right? I'm 40, but they call me a kid. Yeah. We. But we don't go, we got it all together. We're young and on fire. We know everything. No, we set the example. You can trust us. We're doing our best. We will make mistakes, but we're doing our best. And you can trust us. And it. I, what I, I think where I'm at right now is that I'm believing even for older people that can come into our church and go, yeah, they're young but they're smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where, and that's where the trust is at. Very good. So let me go to the next and, and I'll call on you again. I'll call on you after every point. So get ready. <laughs> <Are you> ready? <laughs> yeah. 
Communicate. Communicate. Here's the question. Do people know my heart? And do I know people's voice? Do people know my heart? I think. Nope. They got to know it. Do you know my heart? Do people know my heart? Well, I said it. Do they know your heart? I sent the email. Do they know? See, I'm talking about something deeper than just I sent the request or I sent the email or I sent the pre-written text. Do people know my heart? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Because you will offend somebody. So they got to know your heart. So when you do offend them, they go, I know. I know them better than that. They're having a bad day. They screwed up. But I know them. But if they don't know your heart and then you offend them, Mm -hmm. we're done. Do people know my heart? That's the question you need. Do people know my heart? Okay, I'm sending schedules and I'm communicating. I'm not, but do people know my heart? Communication is a heart thing. Yeah, totally. Right? They, they say the majority of, of communication is nonverbal. Yep. Right? So just think about that. Am I communicating? Am I communicating or am I just emailing? Am I communicating or am I just managing? Am I communicating or am I just sending out schedules? Am I communicating or am I just talking? So so now the second part is, do people know my heart? Uh, do I know the people's voice? Do I have a pulse? Where have they been? I don't know. So you don't know their voice. You got to pick up. You got to pick up in two weeks. They're off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And we gotta get we gotta we gotta figure it out. Yeah. Why are they off? They sleeping with their girlfriend? Why are they off? They offended. Why are they off? Are they are they going to another church? Why are they off? Are they dabbling in something they shouldn't be doing? Why are they off? Are they having a crisis of faith? Why are they off? Are they in a tragedy? We're not judging it, but we know their voice enough to go. I sent a text. I don't know. Didn't write back. That's not community. Yes. Yeah. You got to know their voice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to. It, it takes. It takes a sensitivity in you to. Absolutely. To feel that. Yes. And. Oh, they declined. Her must be busy. Nah. Do you know their voice? Mm-hmm. Check on them. How you doing? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What can we do? Anything up? Something happened? Well, you know, James has been talking about money a lot. I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed, but James is talking about money a lot. Yeah, he's in a series about money. <laughs> it happens every year. I don't know if I, I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah, I just feel like James is talking about buildings a lot. <laughs> he sure is. But you got to know the voice, and then they got to hear your heart. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know we're in a series, but yeah. but think about it. On a normal Sunday, it's a two-minute offering. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Mm, very good. And then, does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. A lot of what you need to do is is even help us. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe talk about that in a second so I don't have to say it. <laughs> okay. Right? Interpret our heart yeah. for the people. Yeah. Yeah. So that I don't have to spend the majority of my time explaining myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because wherever there's Dr. David Young Cho, who built the largest church in the world, 
said, wherever there's explanation, there will be a lack of faith. So if I'm spending the whole time explaining and not visioneering, there'll never be the faith in the room. So I have to boldly get up and go, we're going to build God a house. No explanation, just vision. And then if there's rumbles, you guys explain it for me. That's very good. Hey, you know, we're portable, right? For five years. Like, you know, you know it's a lot of work, right? Like, you know, it's going to be awesome, right? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it is. Are you on the load and load out team? No, I'm not. No, yeah. Yeah, people start getting there like at five. Like, it's early. We're talking about communication. Help me. Yeah, I, my head goes into two spaces when you're talking. It's, it's in, I love what you're saying, but... The gifts of the spirit, there's, there's nine of them. Yep. There's three that say something. There's three that do something in the spirit. And there's three that reveal something. And so a third of the gifts of the spirit is communicating, is saying something. And Let's talk about those real quick prophecy. Yeah, except I've got, I knew you were going to do that. And I thought I would need to quickly look in my notes. All right. So we, no, so we have the, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, working miracles, uh, gifts of healing. Tongues the, interpretation. So you would have tongues, Where prophecy. Are we? Faith. What are you filming this for, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, so the working of miracles, you're doing something. Yeah, you're doing something. But prophecy, you're saying something. Yeah. 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 So Word of knowledge, you're revealing something. You're revealing something. Yeah. Gift of wisdom, you're really revealing good. something. Yeah. So Gift of wisdom, say so saying something. Saying something. Yep. Okay. Tongue saying something. I really would need to look at my notes to okay. qualify that. But, which, which is, but I agree with every. I'm not. Yeah, no, no. I went too yeah. deep for you. Sorry. Okay, no. but we all we all believe you. It's in there. First Corinthians twelve. <laughs> the point is. Yeah. So I, a big part of the move of the spirit is like yeah. you. You get a gut feeling. I I tell our guys if you I tell our guys with communication if you get a gut feeling do it right now. Yeah. Like don't yeah. don't go. I'll do, I'll do it Friday. You know, we, I grew up in a great church. I mean, it was an awesome church. And they, if you didn't, they'd say, if, if you don't contact someone within 72 hours, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to stay. But I, again, people decline. I'll say something to our guys, where are they? Oh yeah, they're doing this, they're doing that. But in here, I know that there's a heart issue or maybe they're, they're not traveling good or maybe. So I, th- I think that inner witness of the spirit of God that just puts someone on your heart. It's am- It's amazing what can be done if you do, if we call if we look after people but the other side of communication is, is it, it, i tell our church because our church is 100 years old so they hired me i didn't start it um still my church i'm a pastor it's all, all that and but i get invited so i tell our staff i'm i'm the pastor i'm the one that the church invited in to be the pastor and then my job is to build a team to help me do that job and for the sheep to know their voice, it's so important that, and it, it's obvious that you already do this because you you can hear it in everything you're saying. But it's the, the job of this room to be them to the people, and and yeah. and it's also the job of this room to bring the heart of the people to the pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not in a way where you represent a faction or something like that. But where you, where you represent. Their heart. And the Bible said, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. I just met with a pastor who got fired from his church. Crazy story. And and he was tell, he, but he, and he was getting, you know, he was saying, but my sheep, they know my voice. Yeah. I'm their pastor. And he, he said, he was telling me the story about how he was in Italy with a pastor, with a, with a shepherd 
like an actual sheep shepherd. <laughs> and 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 they were that he was crossing the road with them and he could talk to them and they'd do exactly what they say and he to a point where he could name the sheep and the sheep would look up. <laughs> and so he yells out, I'm gonna make up the name Peter. But he says Peter and Peter the sheep looks up. And then he said to my friend, You try it. So he yells out Peter and nothing happens. Wow. Wow. Same name. Didn't have the Italian accent either, so that might have made that a bit harder for the sheep to understand. But the the power in hearing the parson's voice, yep. passing that on, it's, it's the most valuable thing totally. I find to me is our staff having our heart to the people. And the, and the thing is, if that breaks down between Donna and I and our staff, then who knows what yeah. is yep. being... being mm. So that's why... Yeah. Hearing their voice, loving them, making a decision to love them, even in times where you might feel frustration, working through that and saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going because what you're receiving in here, this is the most important church service in the church, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's happening in here is you're getting from God and your leaders and boom, we, 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 it's an impartation. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just a habit. It is, it is an anointing. It's a spiritual, mm-hmm. it's a very highly spiritual thing. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, Amen. To, to what? Yeah. Me. <laughs> so do people know my heart and do I know people's voice? Number four, involve. Involve. Yeah. Write this phrase down. Write this down. The circle can always get bigger. The circle can yeah. always get bigger. Think about that. can always get bigger. One more person can always fit in. Yeah. It's a very tight circle right now physically, but we could squeeze in a couple more. Yeah. Circle can always get bigger. Let your let the people be around. Yeah. Very good. Brilliant. Specifically as, not that I've ever seen this happen, but as specifically as Jay and Fern are talking and they're doing load in and they're having a conversation and whoever volunteer is walking by and he's just kind of go. Hey, John, yeah, come here. We're just talking about uh, how we're going to set this up. Yep. Just just let him be around. Yeah. Even if John isn't even going to be a part of signage, he's going to kids, but he kind of just like, hey, come over here real quick. Just just let him be around. Okay. If, you're, if you're talking to the guy about mixing something and Freddie walks by, the keys player, just, just kind of just, just yeah, <laughs> kind of doesn't know where. Hey, c- come here real quick. We're just talking about the mix. Just let him be a part of it. He doesn't, they don't even have to be involved in that moment. If, if you guys are talking in the hallway and a volunteer is walking by and you're talking about what should we do with that thing and it has nothing to do with them, let people feel like the circle's open. Always let people feel like it's not a fully formed circle. You can always squeeze in. Come on in. Come on in. Come, come. Just come be a part of this real quick. Hey, we're just, hey, we're just talking about. Uh, some, uh, something with small groups, but yeah, just, hey, come hang with me for a second. Mm-hmm. Can always get bigger. Let people be around. I was talking to our new friend, right? And I'm talking to him and he's a new guest and and I'm giving him every ounce of my attention, but I see, the, I see a family that hasn't been around in a long time and I want to see them and I want to make sure to say hi to them. And I feel a touch on the elbow saying, and I, and I look over and it's them and they go, we won't bother. We just wanted to say hi. And I grab him and I grab her. I literally, I went like this. 
Give me two minutes. Please stay here. I really want to say hi to you. And they go, oh, okay. And I look back and then I lock back in. And I was letting him know you're not ignored. I'm not leaving you. But I, but, but I really want to talk to you. So I li- I'm physically did this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't go, Hey, give me a second. Hey, what? No, I went, give me a, give me two minutes, please. Okay. 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 And then I went back and then I did the two minutes and we said, bye, and I whipped around and then I locked into them because yeah. the circle can always get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't offended them if I would have said, Oh, I love you guys. I'm so sorry. Love you. Guys. And then no. Now, if they didn't have the two minutes, they didn't have the two minutes, but I tried. Yeah. Involve. The circle can always get bigger. I, I involve people in what's happening. Yeah. Invite people into it. Come with me. Come with me. What a great little phrase. Come with me. Yeah. Let's go get a coffee. Yeah. Let's go outside. Let's go grab a seat. Just come with me. Just, yeah. just feel that way. I'll say that if I'm if I'm busy if I need to get somewhere, but I'll say walk with me. Yep. Hey, can you come walk with me? Yeah. Hey, I've got to I've got to go over here, but just can you let's go together? Oh, okay, let's just let's go together. Walk yeah. with me. Come with me. Yeah. It it just it's it's bigger than a specific moment. It's a it's a way of thinking. We're not yeah. inclusive. I mean, excuse me. We're not exclusive. We know a secret. We're leaders. We talk to Jabin. We're in staff meeting. We hear things. We're exclusive. Uh, inclusive. Okay, I don't know words. We're not exclusive. We're inclusive. Inclusive, right? Yeah. Come on in. We're, yeah. Um, when you're insecure, information is power. Uh, totally. 100%. But when you're secure... Information is a gift that you want to give everybody. Involve. Just one minute on that. Just give me one minute on involve. I think it's. I'm making you. I'm making you do stuff on the fly, but you are. But I. I, I don't. I don't. I'm on it. I. I think that people can. I, I, I don't know how to articulate this without it sounding so tokenistic, but people, you can give people the most random thing to do, and it just makes them go, "I own this thing." Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen I've seen it time and time again. Some of the most lonely people, give them a job to do in the church, they become long term faithful people. You know, yeah. like, yeah. and we we. It's story after story. They're just little things like a guy in the car park. You know, now they find pride in that. They, you get someone on a camera, they find pride in that. You get someone on the door, they find pride in that. Yeah. i got a guy to help us do security. He's, he, he's completely changed the way he dresses, the way, the way he looks. and You know, it's just, it's amazing the things you can get. People help counting the giving or people. It just yeah. involves somebody. And then that involves a family. That involves, they, they come once every four weeks they come every week so it actually yep. increases the number of people in the building just giving people a job totally but everything he's saying is stuff that you know I don't think you can really add to that you said it pretty good well but I mean yeah I just think it, it's I would just say it's felt more than absolutely yeah. Yeah. 
It's a culture for sure. And it's a it's a culture of like let's let's go. Yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> it's not head town busy. Yeah. It's come on. Just there's a it's it's a feeling. Yeah. Five is sacred. Yes. I'm almost done. Sacred. Assigned to special use. Christian leadership is sacred. Yeah. This is holy. This is holy. It's not just a job. It's a calling. It's a it's a holy thing. Yeah. Exodus 29. Aaron, you're going to wear these garments, but you're not going to wear them forever. One day your children are going to wear them. I'm going to preach on it this Sunday. You're, we're, we're, what, we're, what we're wearing is getting on other people. Yeah. Yeah. What I wear will be worn by somebody else. So what do I want to wear? Yeah. Prayer, faith, hope expectation excitement what do i want what do i want to exemplify in the church think about it it's sacred it's sacred it's sacred number six i'm gonna keep it moving a little bit here consistency i'm gonna i'm gonna say a phrase i'm gonna give it to dave to to expand on it because he told me this this morning uh, he, he said that his pastor growing up was looking for people with sustained enthusiasm. Mm. I love that little phrase, sustained enthusiasm. Can you can you go yeah. into that? He, he, he died last, just a few, couple of months ago at 88. But he, he if I could just say this. Please, yeah. He, he built, this is Pastor Andrew Evans. Some of you might like, Pastor Russell Evans is coming oh, yeah. here to preach yeah. soon with Planet Shakers, and so that's his dad. Yeah. And his dad uh, built the first mega church in Australia, took the Assemblies of God, which really every spirit-empowered church like this in Australia is in that umbrella. It's not like it is here. It's got a bit of a different yeah. thing over there. So um, he he built it, and, and, they, and it was a mega church. And so this lady interviewed like, 180 mega church pastors in America and said, "Would you, would you let us do a, 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 a I don't know, not like a test on you to work out what your personality type is to see what kind of personality it takes mm. to build a great church?" And so they interviewed all these pastors from here in America, and it was an American lady that did it. They interviewed him, and they came back to him and they said you're a bit of an anomaly because we can't understand with your personality, you never should have been able to build that church. You don't have the right kind of natural giftings. And he thought would put his head back and say, and that's why we give all the praise and glory to God (laughs) because I shouldn't have been able to do it. Mm. And so... The way he built basically, the church. you're not a psychopath. Yeah, like, you're not a you're not a narcissist. Like it, yeah, you're not a narcissist. <laughs> you're not a who can build a movement around yourself. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but 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 he would always say to my my dad when dad was a young pastor, he'd say, "Tim, you need sustained enthusiasm. Yeah. Look for leaders that talent's great, but we're looking for sustained enthusiasm. Mm. People who come when it's winter. People who come when it's cold. People who be the." And, and that's what he modeled to us, you know. He, every Monday on his day off, he'd walk into the church and he'd pray and he'd say, God, let's fill the balcony. So he'd build a church, put a balcony and no one would sit there. And he'd walk the balcony, fill the balcony. And every week he'd say there'd be another family. There'd be two more families. And, and it just built. And so that, we built our church in Adelaide on the same principles that he put into us. Look for people because you get talented people and they come and go. 
But then you get people that are just, they keep turning up. They're just there. You can mm. depend on them. You almost know where they're going to sit. You, and you mix gifting and ability with enthusiasm that doesn't come and go, that isn't based on the emotions of the day, but they're just mm. even keeled, mm. you know, building the church. So good. I just think that's... Well, and when, you said, when you said enthusiasm this morning, when you told me that yeah. phrase, I the question I asked was, well, how do I stay enthusiastic? Yeah. Very good. And the first thing that I thought of was focus on the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can name, I've been in ministry for over 20 years, 40 years old. I can name one or two people that have really hurt me. But I could name thousands yeah. that have helped so me good. Yeah. Yeah. and blessed me. So where's my focus? Very good. Yeah, am I the victim or am I the, whoa, God's put great people in my life. Mm-hmm. You can't stay enthusiastic, and it and it is if you have ten good things happen to you, one bad thing happen to you. You want to talk about the bad thing, mm-hmm. right? We're all the same way, yeah. Right? If something bad happens during your day, you talk about that. You don't talk about all the good things that happened that day. You talk about the bad thing. Mm-hmm. That you cannot be enthusiastic with a negative outlook. You got to think on the good. Yes. Great. Where's your focus? How do I stay enthusiastic? The stories. It's the yeah. stories of life change. It's everything we talked about. That's why we share wins. We share wins to go, oh, wow, this is, whoa, yeah. stories, the why, the testimonies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a way that you stay enthusiastic is you stay connected to the people. Like yes. you, you're you in it with, you're in the fight with them. You're at yeah. the, you're yeah. checking up, you're praying, you're, you've, you've got to keep an emotional tie to what's happening. Yeah. Consistency. Don't don't get bored by our consistency in this church. Come on, James. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't want something new every I don't we don't need a new service flow every Sunday. We don't need a new this every week. It's it's we have we have run the same thing yep. for five years. Oh, oh, so good. And I have no plans on changing it. So don't get bored with that. Very good. It's, just, it's what we do. Yeah. Now, if if we if we need new expressions or new avenues, let's let's do it. But we're all, we're yeah. But we're not bored. We're we're not making decisions out of boredom. Mm-hmm. Very good. We need a night of worship. Okay. Cool. Like, why? <laughs> Are you bored? Is it? We need that. Okay. Are you in a small group? No, but I want to do, but I want to do a, but I want to do a ministry thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We need a women's ministry. Okay. Okay. Why don't you lead a women's small group? And because you're an attractional person, 30 women show up and we go, oh, there's obviously something on your life. Yeah. Right. Think about it. We don't do things out of boredom or. All right. I'll stop. Lastly, generosity, generosity. I want I want you to think about it a little different than just money. I want you to think I'm not here to be served. I'm here to serve. And life and God and church is not here to fulfill my thing. I'm here to build something. 
Church is not here to serve my purpose. I'm here to serve the church's purpose. By church, I mean capital C church. The church is not a means to an end. I'm doing church because I want to do that. But church is my stepping stone. That's not what church is. It's not what church is. There's two kinds of people. There are the people that walk into a room and go, here I am. <laughs> and there's people who walk into a room and go, there you are. I missed you all week. How's your week? How you doing? Are you a here I am person or a there you are person? Man, our team can feel that. I'm tell- I just send you right now, our church can feel that. If you're a here I am person, your church can feel it. Your, your team can feel it. But if you're a there you are person, wow. Boy, people can feel that. They, they'll never know how to verbalize what I just said, but they'll feel it. And they'll go, I don't know what it is, but I go to that church and I feel so loved. And I feel so known. And I feel so heard. And I feel so appreciated. And I feel covered. What is it? That's the there you are. Yes. There you are. Yeah. Oh, my God, we're so glad you're there. You are. Thank you for serving every week. There you are. Thank you for being in that production. Meeting. Thank you for joining a small group. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you are. Yeah. Or you become a here I am leader. Mm. Here I am. Where's my where's my gift? Where's my this? Where's my that? Where's my where's my recognition? Where's my shout out? Where's my. I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm crazy. And, and man, your team will just, your team won't know how to, f- you know, your team will never look at you and go, you're like one of those here I am people. No, they won't know how to verbalize that. <laughs> but they'll just get around you and go, oh, you're exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I get around you and I get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not so true? It's very true. Oh, I have to, perf- I have to perform for you. Oh. I was around you for an hour. Now I'm exhausted because I because I had to be because I had to perform. Mm. Oh, mm. I don't want that. Yeah. I want us to be a there you are people. Yeah. Every Sunday when I get up to preach, I don't I don't I don't walk on that stage. Go here I am. I look out and I go there you are. You could be anywhere today, and I mean it. And you're here. Thank you. I mean that. I mean when I say that. And that's not false humility. I know I'm a good preacher. I know I'm one of the best in the world. I actually know that. No, I'm serious. I'm not like, that's not false humility to go, thank you. And to also know my gift. Right? That's not fake. I think you're smart if you come to our church. I think you're going to be well fed. I think we're going to take really good care of you. But I'm still, I genuinely meet. There you are. Thank you. Y'all want to come back to our church? Please. Thank you. Of course we want you to come back to our church. We're so honored that you would do that. That's like, I can live in the tension of both of that. I can genuinely look at our worship team and go, y'all are the best. Like, I've seen the other live streams. Y'all kill it. I can genuinely believe that in one hand and in another hand, look at our church and go, 
Thank you for trusting us. Not, here I am, best music in town. No. Best live stream in town. No. Thank you. Does that, you know, and I can feel... We can live in the in the both end of that and in the tension of that, of genuinely being grateful and and having a good self esteem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, right? But it's but there's a generosity to us of giving, of blessing, of we live with an open hand, and we and people feel like. When they come to church, they don't feel like we took from them. We, we they feel like now maybe God demanded something of them, but we didn't. Yeah. We didn't take from them. We gave to them. We blessed them. Now God might have dealt with them, and they're gonna have to deal with God. But we we're not takers. We're givers. Our our teams don't feel like we're taking from them. Our teams feel like we're resourcing them. I become so much better with people because I'm on that team. I become so much better with relationships because I've been on that team. I became a better dresser because I was on that team. I whatever you know what I mean. Honestly, like man, I learned time management being on that team. I learned God. I learned a skill. I can run a camera now. I can. I can get up in front of people and talk. I can. I've fallen in love with with this ministry. I've fallen in love because I got in that team. That team made me better. Why? Because that team was generous. Right. We're not takers, we're givers. And I I genuinely can say I approach life that way. Yeah. And that has that has not hurt me. That has blessed me. Yeah. Living that way. Those are my words. Those are the words I wrote down this morning. I don't have any more words.